cold. And maybe it was just a cold. I mean, do asymptomatic people get fevers, though? I don't know. But, like, we didn't go anywhere. Like, we shut down so quick. Yeah. Like, we just... And I'd been working from home for so long anyway. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. I got it. I'm pretty sure I got it at a party um, that had, like... There were these girls that came out from D.C. And my ex-girlfriend had come out. She had been... She had been going to a coding boot camp in Japan, and she had just flown mm. back that day. And she had flown back via Washington State, where it was also an issue early on. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, I don't know. She wasn't sick. I don't think she was a sick around then. But, like, I think D.C. was also an early hotspot. Um, and I'm just pretty sure I got it there. I don't know. I probably took it to New York, because I went to New York for my birthday. Um, while well, I was probably still sick, and my girlfriend oh, at the time was what? definitely my still sick. lived in New York and got COVID. Like, his roommate was a caterer and brought it back when it was super bad in New York City, like in late March or whatever. Oh. And he fucking was so mad at his roommates from catching COVID that he moved back home. Oh, my God. Like, left New York City. I mean, it was brutal there then. Like, I don't kind of don't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but, yeah, the x-ray showed... That my test came back negative, but the X-ray they said based on the X-ray, like the lung damage you have, uh, we think you do have it. And I was like, oh no, that was there last January when I got when I probably got it. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> I didn't get uh, HPV, but I or not HPV. Sorry. I have COVID, no idea. But if I, have I got HPV. <laughs> no. It's not a form of HPV. I got the, I. They were doing all these tests, and it, they found out that I had had mono. Oh, that's and right. I, didn't know I, that I, had I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, my liver enzymes were all fucked up, and they were like, "Are you a heavy drinker?" And I was like, "No, Jesus Christ!" Like, I like I drink like <laughs> a couple times a week. I'm more of a stoner. Like, I don't know. And yeah, and so I, I they kept like doing all these like blood tests. Like every four weeks, I was getting blood tests. They were like, they were like, nothing's wrong with your liver. They're like, we don't know. And, How do you uh, not know you have mono? Like, doesn't your like spleen blow up and? Like, you got super tired. No, and then I had a shingles flare-up, too, because I'm, oh, like, 45. Six, I'm, like, 60 <laughs> years old. I'm like, ah. Well, I always get hemorrhoids, and I always think about the Jim Jeffries joke about when he said, like, he started having blood in his stool and stuff, and he went to the doctor, and the doctor told me he had hemorrhoids. It's like, I thought that only happened to uh, pregnant people and old people, and he said, and you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the that's what the sort of like the sort of the vibe I got when I went in and they're like and I was like I have this rash and it like hurts and I don't know what it is and they're like this is shingles and they're like you had chicken pox as a kid right and I was like yeah and they're like yeah you have shingles and I was like I thought that was only something that old people got they're like well guess not <laughs> okay um you're starting you start on this yeah you're starting it off this time brandon i'll try and mute myself right. when i cough don't die i'm trying kind of where is my and don't worry about it we've been unfiltered Get all there. <laughs> yeah so like there was this video of like all these uh, extremely attractive fit people showing how they do every day they're like this is the filming room and this is the workout room and it was just it was like all these people must have been like 25 or under they were all extremely attractive they were all tiktok influencer types and they all lived in like the same house i mean it already sort of exists you go on youtube my roommate's kid he showed he just put on a video of memes the other day like it was just this guy seemingly just has like um i guess he just sets up like he coded something to pick off stuff off of reddit or emma i'm Imger or whatever, and then he has a robot voice read it, which is why, which is what makes me think it's all automated. That is just this program pulls all these memes, reads what it says, and then reads it out loud from the synthetic voice, and then it just plays all of them for ten minutes or whatever. I mean, it's fascinating. It's like you know, it's it's like the whole logical conclusion to like the whole pop art thing, you know, or like postmodern. Like, the idea of postmodern art is, like, the abolishing distinction between, like, highbrow and lowbrow to where, like, everything just becomes, like, kind of, like... I bet Ray Bradbury is glad he's dead for all this. Well, like, I want to know... <laughs> Sorry. I want 
to know like what it feels <laughs> like to be like, oh, this is my final moment. This is it. Man. Yes. On that. Speaking of, are you sure you're right, man? Yeah, I I can do this it. This is Rob's final moment live. Yeah. <laughs> live on tape, like the Larry Sanders show. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he would just perform random versus live. And one time, John Cale heard a performance, and he was like, "Hey, I want to do a cover of that. Can you send me the lyrics?" And then he sent him like 50 pages of lyrics and he said he just took out the naughty bits and um then made them the song do you think that historians will sift through like twitter and emails and shit in the future there's so much content what will they do we'll see hopefully i'll at least get purgatory right that's not even in protestantism so and I think that we're going to keep seeing more of that eventually. We're just going to we're going to be so much more focused on curated on creation again. It's mostly. Are you talking about the mostly like rhythm based sort of stuff too, that are only accessible to you like <laughs> under certain like that hippy dippy blah like sp- spooky kind of escape my radar. I don't. I don't really know. I'm not sure what this is. I, I think there. Mm-hmm. are... A lot of people who who think that oftentimes I don't enjoy getting high with those people, but um, but yeah, there might be some truth to it because I think uh, one of I don't know if you're familiar with Mark Fisher, the Marxist theorist. There are like ten hour videos on YouTube. They're like whole swaths of YouTube. Like, don't expect you expect you to fall asleep to this. Like to this ten hour people searching through old blogs for things. I mean, we make memes out of, like, the bodybuilding <laughs> forum posts and stuff, like... Really? Oh, yeah, how do you want to die? <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. Thinking about Rap Genius too, like, thinking about just, like, how Christians still use Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah as, like, a religious song constantly. Hmm. I don't even know your religious background, and I think I've known you longer. Can I ask what kind of stuff do you write? Like, what genre? Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess that's it. That's about 40 minutes. I just don't understand, like, how people can be, like, a literalist when the first two pages of the Bible contradict each other about the creation, about, like... There's nothing, like, there's nothing, like, sanctified or anything anymore. You sound like Leonard Cohen right now. <laughs> um, or maybe more like Tom Waits. Yeah, I feel like my voice matches Brandon's lines when I read them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I think, I think it's fascinating. I don't know where else it can go. Which I, I, I also, I mean, I tie it into like, um, you know, political, like, you know, just like the political state and how like this type of you know, like this kind of postmodern kind of culture is like late capitalist culture. You know, it's like, yeah, well, for a while, purgatory and limbo were different in the Catholic church where like limbo is like, you're going to be here forever because you weren't baptized or whatever. So like, you know, African babies go to limbo if they get, if they are not getting baptized, like if they die young before whatever and then eventually the catholic church is like oh no there's no no limbo there's only purgatory which i guess is like if you need to redeem yourself from some sin because you didn't get to talk to a priest before you die and absolve yourself of sin so you have to like i don't know how it came through in the bible like i'm not really sure about how a lot of catholic traditions came about because i'm not catholic but but yeah it's sort of just like, oh, well, this person was really bad, but they were also, you know, a good Catholic or good Christian person, so they can come to heaven after a little while. Yeah. I like how big that paper, the paper is for, like, one <laughs> yeah. word. It was the end of the I wish page, I, had, I, I wish I could make it echo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is a huge cognitive disconnect if you are really trying to take it literally. Like, my mom would tell me things of, like, you know... She would tell me that, like, the creation of Eve and stuff, and so, like, that's, like, why to this day women have, like, one less rib than men, and, like, I mean, I took... But before he killed himself, I think the last work that he was working on was, like, you know, potentially utilizing, like, psychedelics or, you know, having that as a potential avenue to sort of expand um, your imagination. 
Hey, Rob, you ever hear that, um, uh, the Junkie Christmas, William Burroughs? Yeah. The priest they called him, the recording? Have you, have you seen the video for VH1? <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, the the claymation one. Yeah, or stop motion or whatever. Yeah, that's what that's what it sounds like. That's what you sound like. <laughs> <laughs> like tuberculosis, folks. Yeah, I wish I could remember any lines of his, but like all I can do is just like look at your next line. Like, I think that's what it is. Like, <laughs> like he's constantly like a balloon being inflated and deflated. <laughs> <laughs> Like he's like, he nods off in the middle of his sentences. Yeah, they have to keep poking with the stick, and he's like, eh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that heroin speech pattern. Yeah, I think I I think that's what it is. Like I think the that's what I that's what I consider to be like the most like potent thing about art is like it's communicated aspects. Like you know, like you get to you get to kind of see how um somebody distills their own environment, their surroundings. I was at um. Sorry, I lost the page. There it is. Yeah, it's crazy, but, like, banality used to be such, like, a radical statement in, like, in art, you know? To just, like, do, like, normal shit. Like, um... Yeah, I forget who that artist was. She was, like, a mixed-media artist. Um, like, her... Her museum. Oh, okay. But I still... I thought you meant you weren't sure you were going to be in a room. Like, you were going to lose your space or something. At that point, that was that was strange. That was not normal behavior. I think we'll all kind of we're becoming Rocky Erickson. Yeah, I think I'm starting to talk more like him now because of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, to cut down the torture in the future, I think I'll cut this off now. Don't even remember when it was like last year. What's up? Yeah, like this really happened. Like you, you got to believe. Like if you don't believe this shit, like you're you're done. Like you're you're smoking forever. Uh, and then he finally died. And like I don't know, his last I remember, like we didn't go and say bye to him. And like he hadn't known who I was for like a year. And everyone was just hoping, like you know, there's a certain point when someone has Alzheimer's or dementia that you're like, God, I wish they would die, not because of how, not because. You don't want them to die, but because it just seems like such a miserable life, you know? Yeah. I mean, every day. <laughs> that was so Twitter, quick. It takes like 15 minutes to figure what people are saying, like what the words they're saying mean anymore. Yeah, that is a miserable life. Yeah, just, <laughs> just everything is like. Yeah, I mean, we're sitting here talking about what things are like in the future, but in all my leftist. A non-transactional society? You don't get too many of those. <laughs> you don't get many <laughs> You don't get many opportunities to feel that, so ugh. But I think yeah, there will be themes ultimately that are sought that are dissected and then whatever is available of individual people. I mean we already do with blogs like No, I don't know why. I um but if I wanted to die, it's very cliche, but I'd like to die when I was, like, old and just fall asleep. And, like, I don't care about it, you know? I'm such a, like, a, I guess I can say I'm a pussy. But so, like, I'm a pussy when it comes to death. It's the number one thing stopping me, you know? Because, like, I've dealt a lot with suicidal ideation and, like, depression and stuff, and... This being a total bitch about death is probably the number one reason. Like I haven't gone through with anything. I mean, I don't, I don't blame you. I studied Shakespeare in college, you know, um, like uh, as part of my major. And honestly, I don't, I don't get this whole thing of like Shakespeare, reading Shakespeare having to be agony. Like, it, like write a lot more like newsy media pieces but they don't do as much freelance work <laughs> like i have a full-time job so i like have a pretty full plate anyway but yeah i can write lots of different things and so i but because i write so many different types of things i always am thinking like i'm writing for this kind of audience i'm writing for this kind of subject 
I want this kind of person, so I'm always switching gears. Like, you know, the baby boomers who I write quizzes and slideshows for don't want to hear about, like, religion, politics at all versus, like, my, my blog, you know. That's all it is. And then fiction. You know, you want to do it, but not so heavy-handed, and I don't know who's going to read that, but you just always adapting yourself, really. Or maybe that's just me. I'm adapting myself to write or communicate with a different type of person, so I try to be very, like, in tune with how I connect with, with uh, them or the type of person, I think, would want to read or hear or whatever it is I have to say. I think it was six, yeah, 16th, and they, like, I don't know, it's easier if you say it out loud since it was supposed to be performed. I think they, I think... They like respecting the scholarly approach to religious texts too. Like I think that's a lot of the Christian population. What that a lot of the Christian population who are like biblical literalists. I I don't think that they really enjoy seeing the Bible in like a in a historical context at all. I think they just want it to be divorced from you know time and space and just being like the Word of God. I don't know. This is like around the same time. I remember hearing about this around the same time I heard about HDTV for the first time years before it came out, which is like, oh, yeah, in the future, we're going to have TVs at a really high definition. We're about to move for, to Virginia. And so <laughs> this would have been 2015. And he was starting to lose some of his like more like day to day stuff. But he had the sudden resurgence of like childhood memories and like adolescent memories and he like started talking uh, about like this old girlfriend he'd had he started singing songs that we'd never uh heard him sing before it was really really interesting it's a crazy tv new interest <laughs> new references <laughs> i'm just bored <laughs> i'm just bored like basically but um yeah i don't know the whole thing of having dementia is so interesting to me because of how long they can just be like clueless or they can be really cheery like my grandfather was like he would always just repeat uh where's my martini how's my how about a manhattan um and uh just like other weird catchphrases or like other people that like get really angry and like scared to some extent i don't know i don't even understand purgatory like is that supposed to are you supposed to is there like an emotional state in purgatory or is it just supposed to be boring because it's the same? You can see anybody naked now, like pretty much. That's one thing I really wish we could get to. Is like, <laughs> I remember hearing or reading about something when I was little about how in the future we're just going to have pills where you can just experience somebody else's consciousness. Oh, you mean this space? Well, I'm losing this space. I'm out of this space soon. <laughs> so. Uh, oh, I, I saw. I, oh, saw. No. I don't know either. You just do you guys. Oh. <laughs> uh, and the person next to you is watching other videos. Absolutely. I would say maybe it's like, I mean, to a point, you know, like there's some selfishness things like i write about things especially in the, my personal blog and my personal life i write about things that are important to me but like i guess i've just been a commercial writer for long enough that i know that one like people have to read it but even if it's not about like i don't care who reads that you still want it to Oh, shit. I lost the... Uh, there's a really condescending term, and that's a really condescending term, and people really need to stop using it. And, like, I hadn't heard that before. But I thought, you know, like, whatever I was trying to communicate, the person totally dismissed because I used that one word, and, you know, you have to think about stuff like that. But I don't think about, you know, people get... Some people are really touchy about political correctness, but for me, I find it more interesting. Like, I'm not trying to to make people write off something that I think and say because I use a word that's offensive. Like, it defeats the purpose of writing in the first place. So, like... I've never actually been able to get through it because I'm too dumb. Like, I can't read Shakespeare. I had to read the Balderized versions in high school, and I don't know. My brain just doesn't function that way. Oh, man. I don't even know anymore. Um, I, there used to be, like, for a long time, the, 
like my my thing was like like there's no way I'm gonna like I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to like sit in a hospital bed or like get old older or whatever. Just the idea of that seems like um it was it was horrifying to me. You know, to like to like well to just like uh to like just slowly lose a certain amount of control or agency and that's what I thought it was, you know. He wrote capital realism. <laughs> like fear in your mind, like what if hell is like real? Then I'm definitely going to it. Like like um like you never like lose this inherent like childhood fear. It's almost like I don't know, like I don't like to say that I've had a traumatic childhood because my childhood wasn't that traumatic compared to others. Like nothing super bad that you can think of has ever happened to me. But like belief in hell in and of itself is sort of like a traumatic experience for a child. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> uh, so this is, I. we haven't talked about a name, I guess. I guess we'll call it, I was just thinking podcasting. We are podcasting in a room. I mean, like, yeah, I run into shit all the time, and, you know, I try to take it, I try not to take it personally, like, for instance, you know, it's, like, little things. I copy-pasted some, like, term in one of my blogs. I use the the word lat- Latinx and not even know if I'm saying it, and somebody was like, you know, know, you have that now, uh, because oh. that's how, you know, we are more individually minded than we are collectively minded. I tried really hard not to get us back to back like that i'm sorry no it's fun okay you don't even have to you don't even ever have to be naked like it's not true yeah there there their society wasn't atomized to the point where you had individuals like <laughs> making like you know the glow part two in their bedrooms or something so I just waved at him, and he waved at me, and then I don't know. Like, obviously the stuff that I write is offensive to some people, but I don't care about those people, so it doesn't matter. Like, I don't think they had, like, individual pop artists, you know? I'm sorry. Go off with your intro. Do you think that... So she was working at, like, I think she may have been in nursing school already, but she, I know she was looking at, at like, cadavers and anatomical texts and stuff, and she was still telling me this shit. I don't, I still don't understand it now. Installation piece was just, like, a, like, her messy bed, like a replication of her messy bed. Do you remember that video of all the people that lived in the TikTok house? It was like, I think it was in like, no, maybe October, November. I, um, I mean, my, I was raised a uh, Christian, just non-denominational, you know, a simulationist Christian. Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, I was, I was taught about hell very early on and it freaked me the fuck out. Freaked me the fuck out for years, for years, because, like, at a certain point, it'd be, like, a lot of the Bible stories, kind of, especially the ones they tell the kids, start to. It's the disruption and the rejection of all things sacred and unlike and just turned into commodities, just, like, you know, you can't, like, you know, um, I mean, you can buy pretty much anything now, like... There's no, like, you can buy, like, you can buy, like, uh, you can buy, like, joke crucifixes and shit. It's people see it, think of it as that's some kind of like highfalutin type thing. That's a type of benchmark that if you can't understand what the fuck he's saying, then you're dumb. But again, it's like they were talking like that. What is it? The 17th century? I mean, I think there will be like metadata that can uh, sort what they're looking for. Because I, I mean, yeah, like it is going, I think a lot of history is like based on individual narratives. Like, I was just hearing about this guy who owned slaves, just some random guy, but they found his journal and it's illuminating just to get this one guy's perspective that he wasn't thinking anybody was going to see. I think, um, yeah, I think, I don't know. It's weird to think about what the ever expanding future with more and more people and more and more stuff being archived, what will be deemed important. 
Like, you know, in uh, Shakespeare, his, like, so much of his work has, like, double meanings and double entendres, and I don't know that a lot of, like, you know, the peasant classes that were standing in the Globe Theater with, like, kings or whatever, like, they might not have, they might not have gotten it, got every reference, like, the kit, like, the nobles may not have got all the references either. But that's not that simple. I feel very... I don't feel very hopeful about that. Connect with somebody. So I definitely, I definitely constantly consider my audience and what people will think and what they will feel when they read something that I write. And so I try. I adapted a little bit to them in it. And I think it changes how I communicate as well. Thinking of the audience definitely has changed in my writing style. Yeah, I mean, spaces, like, the real cynical ones are, like, there's not going to be an America. There's not going to be a future, like... Kind of. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice. I uh, I wonder if John Cale still has all the... Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, like, the next thing that comes is basically just a great consolidation. Like, you can't unring a bell. Like, all these forms of communication, all these forms, all these disparate micro-content things, like... I mean, I always think it's interesting, like, how TikTok and stuff, like, in Vine, like, you have, like, these moments that before would be just be in a movie. Uh, like, a lot of memes are basically just, like, a TikTok or a Vine taken from a movie or a TV show, and I think you're going to keep seeing everything break apart more, like that and eventually just it's going to be so much we're going to see like a great consolidation again of, of media of all these things still existing but there's going to be more focus on long form and larger format again at some point my head is stressful you guys i have like multiple multiple streams of thoughts at once and like none of them are like smarter intellectual it's always like three seven different things to be anxious about at once and then i'm then like whatever the task i'm whatever i'm doing at the moment and then just like this general i don't know and then this like horrible like layer of just like existential things and maybe and then like maybe if i'm like horny or hungry or something more primal than that too i think that's like uh well I don't think there's going to be an America. Well, I don't want there to be an America. That's neither. Yeah, so, yeah, it's a little bit scary. You worry about it. I don't know. I'm iffy on the afterlife. I think, you know, I tend more towards, like, the Jewish tradition of, like, here and now, like, the point of Christianity. If there's an afterlife, original lyrics that he faxed him because he's dead... I mean, Leonard Cohen's dead now, so I, d I don't know of any record of the other verses, unless there's, like, recordings of live performances from them, um, but yeah. And there were, like, depressive episodes like that, too. Even divorced from that, there was, like, there was this conscious, like, thought of, like, that if I'm gonna go, then I'd like to do it, you know, um, but now I don't know. I don't have a preference. I'm like, I think if anything, I would just be, I think the romanticism from like being like a sad, sad, sad kid for so long, um, like the last remnant of it is like me wanting to be like, if I'm going to die, I'd like to be like uh, aware of it, I think. I like to be somewhat non-offensive or at least non-offensive to the right people, the right audience. There's something weird and morbid because like, I was living with my grandfather when he was, like, in mild to more, maybe more, like, moderate Alzheimer's. Um, like, I just lived with him for a month or two. We had sold our house in Tennessee, and we... Uh, one thing I'm really curious about, actually, is, like, to lose, like, having dementia. So, like, I want to know what that feels like, but then also be able to live my life and reference it, like... Well, I feel, I feel like that's symptomatic of like society becoming more and more depressed. It's like from my from my perspective, I feel like this is like incessant need to have noise, you know, or like just just total stimulation, like you know, like sensory stimulation comes from the fact that like you now being alive right now is kind of unbearable for a lot of people. <laughs> Yeah, my kids occasionally make references to, like, memes or things they've never, 
that I know they've never experienced before, but because it's in a meme format and they like their, because I don't let them have too much media access, but they can watch gamer, like PG, PG gamer YouTube things and they'll see like the gamer guy reference those things and so they'll start referencing it. Like what did they reference the other day? Something from Homestar Runner and I'm like, you have never watched Homestar Runner. Well, it never occurred to me either and then I did check it and it was a complete lie. But the thing is with my mom that, like, I think she was trying to get into nursing school. Oh, yeah. That girl. And they, like, yeah. And she ended up, ended, I think, she ended up having sex with her friend's boyfriend or something. Well, that's it. (laughs) I'm Rob, and I'm here with Brandon and Jennifer C. Martin. And uh, I don't know. uh, how, um, How would you guys, how do you guys think would prefer to die and when? Because Christians don't like learn anything from like like technically what is it's Christianity is supposed to be derived from Judaism, but yet they don't know like how like Jews read the Bible or the Scripture. There, like, so they're just like, oh well, I guess this is all real. Like, let's just take this all at face value without ever without even having studied it. Like, I don't think Jewish people believe it's all literal, so, like... So what was the question? How do I want to die? Hmm. Which I don't even want to get out, but... But before I moved there, I, uh, like, my last big, like, hurrah was to go to the LACMA and take a bunch of acid and go to the LACMA and like and the whole time I, I saw these like paintings and these like um little like little like windows into somebody else's person like consciousness perspective like you know what they you know like what they chose to emphasize is in how they saw things you know everything is kind of similar and that there are landscapes and stuff but like some people accentuate like the shadows mean more to them or the highlights mean more to them yeah that's fucked up <laughs> sure why not <laughs> God. maybe I don't fucking remember anymore but like and they were all filming in all rooms all the time right yeah 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 I do like that Bible, though. Of all the translations, I like that one. It's very uh, poetic. That actually reminds me. I've never done acid or shrooms or any hallucinogenics, but I've read about them a lot because that culture has a lot of facets that interest me. And, like, isn't that sort of what, um, like, Ken Kesey and Charles Manson and stuff were trying to do with acid a lot of times? It's just, like, to have a collective conscious that everybody sort of experienced the same brain. Never even occurred well, to me. Sorry, dude. What? No, no, no. Go on. I was just thinking because electrocoid acid test starts off with Ken Kesey uh, in the MK Ultra experiments. <laughs> and Oh, really? Shit. I've never read it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's I... like, that's the very opening, I think. Um, huh. I didn't know at the time. I just thought it was, I thought it was like some like, like school thing or something. I don't remember. But, um, and supposedly Charles Manson. Uh, was uh, used and was tested on with MK Ultra, and they both had this same idea to try and get a bunch of people to like to have the same collective conscience. And I'm wondering, like, how Maybe much was was did Leary have access to that to that recipe too? I don't know, but um. When you think about it, too, Ken Kesey and Charles Manson both came out of San Francisco, where the where the CIA was at that uh, clinic. Man, I feel like now this. I'm an observer. Like I've only done like baby drugs, like shrooms and weed, and I did acid once. But other than that, like, so like a culture that I've never understood, but seems to have achieved the collective consciousness, at least from my perspective, are like the ravers on ecstasy. Oh, that's people true. get so in <laughs> people get so into it. And like I can't even listen to that type of I can listen to a couple of the songs, but then I'm just like, no, like this is too much bass. That does but sound like, like Ken Kesey's I, like goal with his acid tests. <laughs> yeah, the, he, Ken Kesey should have done it with ravers on ecstasy instead. Yeah, I mean I love the Grateful Dead, but they're just not really suited for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I mean, 
I know somebody who like literally wrote like not like he wrote a book um because he's part of that culture and he wrote a book about it and like it made like visual art and like it seemed like it was very much like a community and he wrote about how he missed the community so much during the pandemic <laughs> and like I was just like man like this really means a lot to these people and I'm not really like you know I'm a mom I don't I'm not I'm not out there with <laughs> I can't even stay up to like one so <laughs> I think it's a not to like bring it back into like politics again but I think I think that like that drug response of like the collective community and wanting mm -hmm. that I think is like an it's a natural response to the homogenization and the atomization like that happens in capitalism yeah or you know as capitalism like continues and it spreads um like organic uh communities don't really exist anymore um and that's you know largely as a result of like colonialism and imperialism that kind of like gets rid of these cultures that really are based on spiritual connections and like uh collectivity so i think that's like a natural response for humans to want to have and I think that's kind of the reasons why people lean so heavily into subcultures that kind of provide that sense of community now. Right. Like, uh, like with the rave culture and stuff, like I was, I was listening to like an episode of uh, like Rev Left Radio and um, there was this, uh, a DJ on there and he was a musicologist or a music historian. And um, he mentioned that like in like, you know, um, pre-capitalist societies and a lot of uh, communal societies um, their music performances were largely collect you know the, the collective performances were spiritual and they involved like the circle kind of like the dance floor they would, mm. they would like mm. dance in a circle and it was like a sacred mm. kind of that pattern was something that was seen in like all these um, you know collective like you know early kind of communists like collectives and tribes and stuff like throughout history so i think like i think that's i think that's that's interesting in that like subcultures now still tend to center that like you have yeah. you have the rave thing you have like the that's what the pit is when you if you're a, yeah. if you're a hardcore kid you you are still dancing in a circle you know yeah you have like this like this the cypher in hip-hop it's like I mean, if you watch like footage Grateful Dead shows, or you go to Dead shows now and everything, like there's still like circles that open up where people dance, and like you even see it yeah. also, and I guess in like aristocratic stuff, like the yeah. way those they'll break open so that a couple people could dance and they'll all just surround them and yeah. Take... <laughs> and I think like I think I think acid and psychedelics kind of help facilitate that because you know the way that you experience the world visually. Um, at, at that point, like there becomes, I feel like there a lot of times there becomes less distinction between individual things. You know, you start to see like light starts to fractal. Um, everything kind of feels like it's breathing. So <laughs> there is that like, it, there's like that. Uh, it's it's optical too. Everything feels yeah. like it's in. It has a rhythm to it. So you start to. You, you start to kind of extrapolate that and be like, you know, oh, that's we're we're all one with the universe. You know, that's yeah. I think that's where really, you know, growing up Pentecostal, I used to always be jealous. So like my parents were more of just like casual Pentecostals and, and we went to a bigger Pentecostal church. So like when they would have the things where people would come up to the front and the pastor would touch their head and the people would pass out. I'm sure you've seen videos of that. Yeah. Well, my parents never did that shit. And so, like, I would just sit there. And I remember, and then, like, people would come and speak in tongues. And I remember so badly always wanting those experiences that other people were having. Like, I wanted to feel or see God the way that those people were doing it. And I fucking, like, never did it. I couldn't even, I would occasionally, like, when I was a teen or, like, a young adult still going to the church, I would try to go up there and like the most that would happen is that I might feel a little emotional, but I never had any sort of what I would call like hardcore spiritual Pentecostal experience. Like I was watching everybody else do slain in the spirit or whatever. And it was just a very like weird experience. Like I didn't know if it was because I didn't believe hard enough or whatever, or if it like was 
too awkward. And I still, even to this day, like, obviously, Pentecostalism, you know, now I know, like, you know, other people speak tongues. It's, like, just a phenomena that happens. Like, I know the sort of the science behind it. But still just kind of weird that, like, I always wanted to experience and felt like I couldn't. couldn't. Hmm. Anyway, I'll do my next slide now. Yeah, we only have, like, half an hour left, right? So <laughs> Yeah. Well, that, but also just, like, talking on the phone, talking over text, talking over email. Uh, yeah, my grandfather had Alzheimer's, like. It's just there. Because his, his notion that he came out in capitalist realism was that, like, a society, a post-capitalist society, is incredibly difficult for, for people to imagine right now. It's so entrenched in the way... Uh, we think in everything and that's around us. It is very difficult for us to really imagine how society that is like like a post-revolutionary society would exist. Oh, me again. We all have to stick out. Like, I remember a girl on OkCupid when I was in Indiana and she had a video that she recorded of her going to bed and going to sleep and that was her profile. She just had, like, a, a link to a live feed where she had done, like, back when you could do that through Google Hangouts through YouTube, and it was just, like, six hours, and I just skipped through it, and it was just like, yeah, there she is, sleeping. You never wonder that? Just, like, what it's like to be in somebody else's head? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I guess what this comes down to is we've sort of reached the cultural singularity where just everything is always happening and everything is fleeting. Yeah, wasn't there a Bill Hicks joke, too, about, like, what's it say on the front of the Bible? King James's Bible. So I, th I think the PDF thing uh, put these pages out of order. Not that it matters, but <laughs> uh, but that's why we keep running into this, I guess. Uh, same. You don't believe in, like, a... I know you, you're heavily Christian. You don't believe in... Are you not? Is it... Is Does the afterlife scare you? That's fucking wild. How do you, like, you customize the pills? You get to pick, like, whose consciousness? Or is it just, like, a grab bag at random? I don't want that. Because there's just new references every fucking day. Yeah, it's funny. I guess it's all political correctness is, really, is just, like, trying not to piss off the right people. And but then the wrong people always get pissed off and they want you to change, but it's just like, we're not, we don't care about you. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I can't guarantee I'll be in a room for the whole year, but yeah. And I had nightmares and my sister and my youngest son were diagnosed with cancer. And you don't even have like a... Yeah, it could just be a face you made in public that somebody happened to capture it on camera. Like, um, yeah, I mean, I think we're what we're seeing already is the future of history, basically. Yeah, I, I had a real... My grandfather was literally, like, a professor at a Christian college of, like, science and the Bible, and he believed not even all. I would say most Christian professors don't even believe all this now, but he did. He believed that, like, all of Genesis and all of the Old Testament was all literal, and he would even have, like, these roundabout crazy ways of being, like, and this is how we know the flood happened, and then, like, all this other shit. It's really wild that the circles that people can spin themselves into, into believing it. I think it's much nicer to hear it and be like, this is, you know, a parable and a story to learn from. We're all like, did you ever hear the story of, like, Rocky <laughs> Erickson? Like, the only way he could get to sleep was by having, like, nine TVs on at the same time on different channels? And so it's it's inescapable in effect, like from the economic system that that environment employs. So it's like a weird thing to just like think about, like because like I think about like um you know music and um you know like pre-colonial societies, like you know pre-colonial like like um periods, like a lot of indigenous music, a lot of it is very communal. It's what we were just talking about. Yeah. It's a lot of it's like very like religious like or spiritual. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's meant for the collective. Yeah. So, what about like instruments? So, were they? Did they have a, to like find their voice in a specific instrument or anything? The way we tend to think about it, like somebody's specific guitar tone and, and everything. Am I speaking English still? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, that was the entire point, wasn't it? It was something he was communicating to two different audiences or two different levels, and that was like part of the genius of him. 
All right. I mean, everything's preserved now, almost. I can't, I almost never talk to people in a way that isn't preserved anymore. A concept of time, like... Sounds good. Actually, when I was still, before I ever actually moved to Indiana... New levels of irony. Sorry. You know, like, that website exists, like Rap Genius... Yeah, but I mean, we were expecting this forever, I guess. I mean, between Andy Warhol, The Truman Show, EdTV, uh... Oh, man. Well, I've never heard of a flat-earther Jewish person, so... Good thing I wore my glasses. Yeah, sorry about this one. No, I love... No, I love it. I love the... (laughs) Just the weird things about it. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, like, 10-hour thing. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Such a weird sentence. (laughs) Like, that's the whole purpose. They're, they don't expect you to watch the whole video. It's not an artistic statement. And there's just... For your... Rights. Oh, really? Right. <laughs> do you have? Do you want to have, like, a gun pointed at your face? Like, is that what you're talking about? <laughs> Literal hundreds of translations over thousands of years. Yeah, like one one not based on not entirely based on like commodity production or that has a profit incentive, you know? I mean, just like just basic day-to-day things and I think about it too. Like, you know, what is like so much of like the music that I listen to, like, you know, they have like it's inescapable from like the environment that it comes from homogenized as this weird sort of mishmash culture. This whole thing is part of it. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, John Cale, uh, the story, I don't know if you guys have heard this story behind the, the current iteration of Hallelujah, but apparently Leonard Cohen wrote like 150 verses to it and would just, they're there for the slapstick. Oh, right. But that's not true. I know it's not. (laughs) Well, after we have to, we have to recite, like, we have to redo this every... So, like, I always, like, I always just am like, oh, when the opportune time comes, I'm just gonna, like, I'm just gonna just kill myself. Like, you know, um, and, you know, I had, like, suicidal ideation. I have no idea. I don't know what I can say that, like, I'm comfortable being preserved and having to, like, recite again over the course of a year. About, like, when men and women were created and Alan just, I don't know, it's weird. and It's not even... Oh, really? Yeah, well, we've been talking for half an hour. Do you guys have anything else you'd want to add, or... Anybody you can think of? <laughs> <laughs> this is before anyone ever even thought about it. Like, maybe it was a radical statement. Like, I'm going to do this thing knowing the consequences that might happen. I found it easier when I had to study it, but whatever, people, that's just, like, like language changes. If those people came into our fucking universe and, like, looked online and saw the shit that we say, they would have no idea what we were saying either. That's a crazy fucking thing to say to a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been a thing for however long now. Like, we watch, like, I mean, so many shows are based around the fact that you're not going to be watching them. Gonna be reading, looking at your phone, and watching videos on your phone while you're watching TV, probably. Do, do you think the feds are listening? I'm really curious. Like, that's just all I wonder all the time is just like what it's like. Because I just wonder, like, how much of our thoughts, of our memories define our consciousness. Like, how much of our consciousness is just memory that, and then just. Without that, what consciousness is like. But I guess if if you come out of it, like, what would you remember? I don't know. I I got into acid because of the butthole surfers. The 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 idea <laughs> of yeah, the collective consciousness and like trying to uncover things. You know, you start not to believe it so much. You know, the idea of getting swallowed up by a whale <laughs> for a while and then being regurgitated back up. You know, I mean, like, I understand now what they're, they're really just, you know, they're really just, like, parables, but I wasn't taught that. Yeah, and he was... When you talk about, like, a full-length, like, a feature-length film of a TikTok... Yeah, even just living at a home. 
Do women have one less rib? Yeah. <laughs> I want to know what's inside them. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Ugh, well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I uh, I, I live a pretty online life, so I get it. Okay. Do you worry about how it will connect with them? Like, if there's a wrong way for them to connect with it? Bullshit, mostly. <laughs> like, I just made myself sound really cool. I mostly write quizzes and slideshows, but um, I also have I have a blog, um, The Dirtbag Christian, and then I'll be writing some fiction for Only Magazine soon, and I, like, I used to... That woman in the 90s. Or I remember my dad reading an article to me in the 90s about a woman that was just going to leave her webcam on all the time. And you could just check in and see what she's up to. It's like, oh, like you have to behave this way or you'd be listed, literally burn alive for longer than your life for all time. Yeah, not to mention. like. Wait, what do you mean? Yeah, we're all chauvinists and voyeurs in our own way. How? I don't know. I also think, I never really thought about it, actually, about how production values simultaneously keep getting worse and better at the same time. Yeah, those are those are comparable technologies, yeah. You get to see the symptoms a little more clearly, and you get to fucking ghost in a shell somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't care. Like, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Andy Warhol would be excited. I don't know. But yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah. The eternal now. Right. Yeah. I woke up like crying. <laughs> 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 I woke up like crying and shit. Thanks for helping. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That sounds awful. I don't want that. That's probably a net positive, but we'll see. So would you say the audience has a fundamental role in, like, in how, I guess, the finished product of your work? Like, over, like, over, like, you know, millennia. But I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't... I do want to know. I, I don't, I don't want to know anything. So long. It wasn't just like, this is the exercise room where you get a break from this. Like, no. You are always content. Yes. Yes. I don't know. I mean, I don't really know the, the like the history of it or like the inner workings of like like two of those dynamics were reached. Not even entirely sure. Like, I mean, we're talking about like several different cultures. I don't. But it's not even just that, because, like, a meme can just be a post somebody made. It can just be something. Yes. I want to I wanna see a version of him doing it just in one take, though. God. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, but also, isn't, like, isn't art in general and, like, writing and stuff, isn't just communication a way of giving people a glimpse into your consciousness, even though? Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. No, no, because that's that. That means somebody else gets to do it. Mm. I don't really want that either, but I do like. Yeah, n neither do I. Oh man, I'm jealous. Mine? Oh, I don't. Yeah. 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 That is a gratuitous amount of lyrics. I don't even. I I swear that we've done this line already. I swear to God. Which one? This next one I'm about to do. I don't even know your religious background, uh, Brandon, and I've known you. I think I like repeated that basically. Maybe I don't know. There's other lines like I don't even remember who said them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so I have no idea. Singularity. Yeah. I only printed out one copy of this, so unless so, I accidentally picked. Really. Yeah, and I just, maybe you accidentally it would be the same one, but maybe you accidentally scanned it again. No, well, I just took pictures on my on my coffee table, but um, I might have like I when I finished, I would just wipe them off the table. I might have accidentally wiped it in, like off, next to my feet and thought I dropped it. 
I don't know. Like, and again, like maybe this could be a memory of like reciting it like from <laughs> several weeks past, and I just like one of the other eleven <laughs> times. <laughs> yeah, it's totally unverifiable. Yeah, <laughs> it's all it's all recorded and everything documented, but it's still completely unverifiable. No, who would listen to that? Did you say right yet? Oh, right. <laughs> Um, what was this in? In The Waking Life, no matter how much of a, like, on a wavelength or how linguistically, culturally similar you are to someone, you still really cannot help how they take what you say. You never know if they, you take it the way that you intended. And it's like, words are just symbols for an intent you're trying to express. And it's really hard sometimes to express an idea or an emotion with somebody, no matter how similar it is, no matter how well you communicate it. That has, like, transitions to stuff that's coming out, like, today. Yeah, just seeing my grandmother in a home recently. I mean, like, when she was in the hospital, like, a year or two ago, maybe two or three years ago now, um, when I visited her at one point, she was just, I was just trying to talk to her, and I guess the way I read conversations, and she just, like, she just ended up saying, like, yeah, I'm, like, done. I don't, I wish they would stop reviving me, like, they had like different varying relationships to like even like the instruments that they played if they owned them or if they were multifaceted i don't know you know which they get sort of upset if you bring that up like you know this isn't god wasn't if god was talking to you know was being transcribed like it wasn't english and they sometimes they get offended by that but i just never thought about it like it never occurred to me to check a partner's rib or anything yeah, no, it's not like that. It's just like like they understand that it's parables for lessons or whatever, and they still, you know, they still have conservative Jews, but conservative Jews still tend to just follow like the rules more than believe the stories is literal. It's not true. That never, like, no, women don't have an odd number of ribs. Hmm, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to segue out of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. No. <laughs> no, I wasn't either. Is that true? Yeah. I don't remember. Uh... Well, when you told me to think about death, I had terrible nightmares. Um, And I never, like, have, like, I barely even dream, much less have nightmares. Well, I want to know the, like... Yeah, I mean, before you even have... Well, yeah, I always think about, you know, how it's like how people communicate or express differently. But I, as a writer, I'm all, I'm always worried about how people are interpreting the things that I say. Uh, he was schizophrenic, right? I also wouldn't wish my consciousness on anybody either. That That doesn't sound like a good time. I don't know why you would like... I never... I don't envy somebody else's consciousness necessarily when I would... When I say I wonder a lot of the time, it's just like how 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 are they able to function? Like they're so stupid. Like they're so stupid. Like how are they able to think that way? It makes no sense to me. Yeah. Right? Like more improvised than in what way? Yeah. What about an animal? I would like to take a pill of your consciousness. This is... That's honestly because of me? You had... Yeah. I always assume chill people have, like, really fun circumstances. You know, or maybe, like... I'm like, maybe they're rich or privileged in another way, and so that's why they're not worried about stuff all the time. Yeah, what a weird way to live. I took her word for it. I don't know if we've ever talked about it, honestly. And it was like it 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 made like huge waves, and now like that's all content is now. Like it's just it's just real life. Sometimes with a filter on it, sometimes not. But I mean, like I was raised Pentecostals. So there's always that like point zero zero one percent. Yeah, like Indonesian gamelan, or um, you know, a lot of like I don't I don't know, but um, and Andy Warhol. Yeah, fuck, why would... I was saying, why would she do that, I guess, but I mean, like... That sounds crazy exhausting. How do you just, like... 
It's just drone for you. It's just background. Like for a long, long time, and like. You look. Yeah, I mean, I respect it. I can't write any, so. Um, I'm not sure. Damn. That's horrifying. And it was on camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Maybe, but like. Oh yeah. I kind of like it. A song about being sad and fucking. That's his Bible. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Yeah. No, no. So. All right, later. Mine too. Hmm. Okay. Oh. Okay. It's not true. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I kept apparently not taking the very <laughs> short pieces when I was putting together the script. <laughs> and also, even though I don't think I have that many lines, I have the most uh, spoken parts, apparently. <laughs> so you have the most of your names in it. Yeah. There's the most more Robs than any. That, it, it happened twice now, so that's my conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah, that's it. My jaw hurts from... Uh. From what? <laughs> well, I was going to say from this, but that's probably not true. Okay. I did have one Zoom meeting, and we talked a lot, and then this thing. Wait, can your jaw hurt from talking too much? Probably not. I also grind my teeth. I've been wearing a night guard since I was, like, 20, and it still hurts every night. Like, you can't... I don't know what you can do. Like, the night guard doesn't, like, protect your mouth from chewing. It just, like, protects your teeth from, like, disintegrating. Right. So, like, I don't know. I do it every night. I don't know how you stop yourself from doing shit while you're breathing. I mean, sleeping. But you just, like... I I guess some people put Botox in their jaws, but, like, I bet that's... I bet it's not covered by health insurance if it is. Probably not. I had a dentist once. Uh, I have because I got this root canal and a fake tooth, but they left this insanely big gap between it and the other tooth. And I had this dentist suggest, "It's like, well, we can just shave down the corner of the other tooth so that when you grind your teeth at night, it'll just." continue to move it closer to, to, and oh close the gap <laughs> my teeth are short because i i've been i guess i was grinding them since like i got adult teeth and like it was even too late even i started wearing a night guard like pretty young like at 20 sorry mm. too late and i have a fake tooth here i like um i had a tooth without a root i don't know why and they're just like yeah we're gonna have to pull that it's gonna just fall out eventually anyway that's crazy yeah, you know what? My... Just... Oh, sorry. Oh, why couldn't they just wait for it to fall out? I don't, because I feel like a lot. I read an article once where they talk about how much of dental work is actually a scam, and there's no like government oversight the way maybe there is for other things because it's half of it's not covered by insurance. It's not covered by uh, medic. There's no Medicare for dental work. That was gonna so, be like, my the question. Doesn't give a shit what dentists do. Yeah. So a lot of times dentists will like recommend procedures that you don't necessarily need, and yeah. like. And like I believe that maybe that happened to me, and that sounds accurate. When yeah, I, when I, mean, I first got braces, like I would go to the dentist, and every single time I was like ten, eleven, mm-hmm. I was like ten years old when I got braces, and every single time they would pull out a, a tooth, <laughs> like every single time they would pull out at least like one or two teeth, and I was like, why can't I just? They're coming out eventually. That's what child. That's what happens in a in a child's mouth, right? Yeah. They come out fucking eventually, but they just kept yanking, like literally every single time without fail. I don't know what it was. I think, yeah, I think it was just like the reasoning is like, well, it's gonna come out anyway. We might as well get paid to do it. That's weird. Yeah, I got and- yeah. I got braces twice. Like I got them in elementary school and then middle school, and it was just like, why did I, I need them the first time? I thought I was a very weird kid. Like I always wanted like weird. I wanted to be unique all the time. So which the, the next thing I'm about to say won't make sense. So I wanted these other things that other people had like braces <laughs> and like glasses. And then like, this is the worst one. When other like girls started getting their periods, I wanted my periods so fucking bad. Like I was like, I want to 
be special and then you know once you get your period you're like oh my god well you all don't i don't know uh you all and then i'm just like this is the worst fucking like thing i ever wanted and got i thought you were about to say you youth (laughs) i think about to say you like sat on ketchup packets or something no not that (laughs) weird but i was just like i was just like like other girls are like oh i got a tampon on my period i would be like i wish i was part of that club uh, too. I, I think that makes sense like you want to be you want to catch up with everybody you don't be left behind yeah. yeah well it's one of those things that is certainly once you're like oh this is not fun why did i want this yeah that's all the that's all growing up is is like yes that looks cool they're you know what they're doing looks cool i want to do that and then you get there and like the fucking room has no windows. You're like, man, yes. this is the worst thing. <laughs> yeah. That's like getting like, your own place. <laughs> it's like being an adult. I saw something that was like being an adult is being able to eat an entire cake for dinner and then like not wanting to because you know like you'll feel like shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you should sad. be able to do it when you're a kid. Right? No. Yeah. <laughs> I and you know and I I hate to be so cliche but sometimes my kids are like I want to be an adult all this fun stuff <laughs> and I want to be like you know what like I have to work every day and my job is fun but most people's jobs aren't fun I mean yeah. my, and even then it's still just like 40 hours of my life that I don't get back you know Yeah so remember that that in Billy Madison where he goes back and like wow I can't wait till I go to middle school to say that <laughs> Don't ever say that. Stay here. Stay <laughs> as long as you can. <laughs> yes. I agree. I'm just gonna stop this. But you know what's weird is I always have dreams about like how I need to go 